0: And sit down. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. And we're sticking to the name today, for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because we're going to be talking about ghost sex.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not really what we were going to talk about, but we went down a rabbit hole. We went down a rabbit hole, yeah.
0: (laughs) We were going to be talking about everything ghostly today, and that just seemed to just pop up, you know, somehow. I Googled it. Yeah. (laughs) That's
1: usually how things pop up.
0: (laughs) It usually begins with Google.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Should I bring the article back up then? Yeah, bring it up. All right. All, all right. right. I don't.
0: So anyways, we just want to give a quick shout out to everybody out there and say hi. I hope you're enjoying your uh, rainy day today. What a what a just a drab day today. What? It just rained all day today.
1: We haven't had rain in like 3 weeks. We've been in a drought and you're complaining about the rain. What is wrong with you? It's not my rain. I mean, I didn't want it today.
0: I don't care. Nobody else cares. I don't care if they don't <laughs> care. I'm talking about my day.
1: <laughs> Well, how was your day, sir?
0: It wasn't bad. I mean, well, I was doing a lot of work from home, and then I went to walk the dogs, and as soon as I walked out, lightning hit, like, right across the water from the back of the yard, and God was up there playing you know electrical lawn darts. Yeah, I'm you're like, lucky he you missed. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, forget it. I'm like, I'll wait. But luckily, though, luckily, right before I left come the studio, man, it let up long enough for me to walk him. so now I'm going to have a couple of presents waiting
1: for me when I get home. Yeah, hey, that's always a good thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. Um, we have... Too many people in the studio right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, I don't know why they came in here, but whatever. Uh, One of them happens to be my wife. And they've been talking junk the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and this show became a train wreck today. Oh, hey, hon, how you doing?
0: (laughs) And then we got my nephew over here, Isaiah. Uh, We actually had him on air, God, what was it, about a month ago maybe? I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah.
1: He's going to be a regular... He still hasn't
0: learned to talk into the mic yet, but
1: whatever. Yeah, point it down until your face or up. Yeah. I don't know. He's, like, six foot taller than I am, and he's, like, <laughs> half my age. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he's, like, 15 and, like, two feet taller than you. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: So, uh... And then, uh... Oh, and we got a special announcement to make that was actually kind of cool. Yeah, bring that on. Yeah, so, uh... We got a email a couple of days ago. Just randomly. Yeah, randomly. <laughs> uh, from the CEO of FeedSpot. And apparently on FeedSpot, uh, FeedSpot is a internet-based, uh, page that like takes in like all these different, you know, podcast shows and radio shows throughout the U.S. And they also take in like blogs, you know, people, you know, bloggers and stuff like that. And Our show Paraprobe, made the uh, their panelists judged us and and put us at number ten on the top fifteen paranormal talk shows on the web. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so get us. Woo, woo, made it number ten. Now we just gotta hunt down and kill the other
1: nine. (laughs) What? I literally sound like that at work. Like I'll get a compliment from a customer and be like, yeah, I don't have to threaten them anymore. (laughs) Oh man!
0: It's like you know i mean honestly like we we need that kind of leadership nowadays we we gotta have like that mafia mentality. Well, I mean... Kind of straighten things out a whole lot quicker. You yeah, know? I know. Like yelling at your children. Don't yell at your children. Don't abuse them. I find waving a gun around gets things done a whole lot faster.
1: All right, now... I'm
0: yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah, please. But, yeah, please. I am joking out there. Don't do that.
1: Somebody would clip that and be like, Chance Hancock believes in waving guns at people. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, You'll be on like BuzzFeed or something like that. Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> but yeah, when they turn around, like, you know, like I-, I remember watching this comedian one time and he was like, you know, he goes, for a president, you know what we need? He goes, "We need like a guy from jersey you know from the docks
1: oh we had a guy from new york and nobody liked him no uh, yeah he's talking about like the country didn't like he's talking about like
0: mafia style it is like you know like he goes like you know if you're you're dealing with other countries like you know they're wanting to war with us it's like you know so uh you know that little country you got there right you know things happen
1: (laughs) you're talking to my guy all wrong yeah (laughs) you you
0: might want to maybe kind of knock it down just a little bit with your tone because you got a country today it may not be there tomorrow. <laughs> I think that's really how we kind of you know need to start running things, make things a little better.
1: Well, to be completely honest, it might work. Because, I know, right? Uh, uh, right now we have Rodney Dangerfield up, up there, and uh, he's getting no respect at all. <laughs> Until you don't get no respect. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, chaos. That's more entertaining than anything. Like, the world right now, America right now, is more entertaining than it ever has been. <laughs> to be honest, like, the past... What eight years? Yeah, yeah, about eight years. Nice. It's been so entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything but laugh anymore and be like, "Oh uh, yeah, no, we got, we got this president." You know what? There he, was uh, a time when the president would say <laughs> or
0: do something stupid, and, and I'm talking about through all of like history. I'm not talking about like just recently. All right. the People would, like, be in shock and awe. They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they said that or <laughs> did that, whatever. Nowadays, and I'm talking about, like you were saying, in the last eight years, now people are kind of like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Nothing <It's>, new. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we need to, we need Jack Nicholson for president. That's what we need. Is he still alive? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, he's alive and kicking. That's how, who we need for How president. old is he? Oh, God, he's got to be at least 80, man. All right. At look, least. But, well, I mean, that's the. But he's nope. still, like, coherent, <laughs> kicking,
1: you know? Yeah. <laughs> I died. Uh, apparently. Uh, I am now a ghost. April 1937. No way. Yeah. No way, dude. Yeah. Wow. He's an older fella. <laughs> and you can't do the math to figure out how old he is, can you? Nope. <laughs> Not gonna. He's 85. Well, yeah. month is he born in? Talking hey. to the microphone. What month <laughs> is he born in? April. Yeah, 85. Yeah. Smart
0: kid. Yeah, I yeah. know. That's look, that gives me hope for the future. See in Jesse school it was four out of ten kids couldn't do math. So, you know.
1: Yeah, no. Um actually half of us didn't graduate. Ta da. Yeah. I think what? Out of In his percentage class it was ten out of four. Our graduating class literally had like the largest out of that like county ever to mm-hmm. graduate and like half of us dropped out. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not going to talk about my schooling. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what did yeah. you think of the show last week, bud? Oh, you said you okay, wanted to talk okay, knock, Yes, I was going to give a critique about I, these guys' show last week. I so want you to be nice... Why? To Wes. He didn't do anything wrong. He did everything perfect. When have I ever cared? <laughs> you okay. wanted my honest opinion, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. All right, don't pull your punches in. My bad. Okay, I won't. I'm sorry, Wes. I didn't mean to bring yeah. you into this. Yeah, I like Wes. You know that. I yeah. do like him. But in my honest opinion, he's a
0: horrible human being. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, actually, when I listened to the show, actually, all kidding aside, you guys did a very good job. I mean, Wes was way more in point than you, only because I think he knew the topic and the subject better than you. Yeah. That's um, why he was the expert. I'm just saying. You wanted my critique. Yeah. Shut up and listen. Yes, yeah. sir. Thank you. God. <laughs> we'll keep talking don't look at me crazy nobody can see you i can (laughs) i have mirror vision in my eyeballs i can see myself but we're on
1: the radio so slash podcast Uh,
0: have you ever seen some of our listening audience trust me they're uh, half of them are schizophrenics they're watching us on their microwave right now i know all two and a half of them there you go all right so anyways so I think you guys did a good job. Definitely on point. It's And I told you this. It started slow, but that's because you both were kind of wiped out and tired. Totally get that. Oh, yeah. We've we've had shows like that. But that was only like for the first like
1: maybe 10 minutes of that.
0: The rest of the show, you guys were on par and rocked. I thought it was a good show.
1: I thought y'all did a great job. Oh, I thought you were going to talk junk, dude. Why? I had already forewarned. I was like, look, he's going to talk junk. He's going to try to drum up some drama. Some <laughs> No.
0: Uh, trust me, I really honestly thought you guys did a good job. I mean, I'm not going thank you, sir. I yeah. thank you. No, I – I look, I – Trust me, you know me. If I thought y'all sucked, I'd tell you you sucked. I know. I was – You thought did? for sure I was going to say you sucked, didn't you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm always waiting for the – you know me. I'm See, always waiting for the other that's I love you. I can toy time. with your
0: emotions so easy that it's just – for me, it's fun. Yeah. Well, I brought him it's with me today.
1: That's my fault. I should have brought him with me. I told you, quit <laughs> carrying it around, dude. Emotions is useless luggage. Don't oh carry Oh, my God, dude. So this whole week has been a Charlie Fox tried from... That bad? It's been a mess. So started off Sunday. Okay. My father-in-law went to the hospital. We mm-hmm. thought he had a stroke.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, turns out it was something else, and I... He's in physical therapy slash rehab for it to mm-hmm. learn how to walk again. So I... It was a long word. It was like neuromyopathy or something like that. That's probably the exact wrong word, but whatever. No, no, no. Actually, you're right. Something to do with nerves. But, um... (laughs) Did you get on the last one and he dropped or what? Do what? Did you get on his last
0: one and he dropped or what? (laughs) Shut
1: (laughs) up. No, I I don't know the cause behind it or anything Mm -hmm. like that. It's not...
0: I'm just glad it wasn't like... You know, because I remember when you called me when you're telling me about when it first happened. Yeah. Know, they were getting all the tests done and all this other stuff. I'm just glad it wasn't that phone call. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You Dude. call me and be like, it went way south. Yeah. yeah I'm not
1: even gonna go there because I want. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a thing. Yeah. But that's how the week started off, and it was all downhill. All downhill. It was end of the month, and then like I yelled at people. All <laughs> Yeah, I I'm a very angry I little see man. I stupid people. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much, and I told them. Yeah. I I pet a plant, so you know I'm in I mean I'm in the agricultural and in agriculture industry. Did you say you pet a plant? Yes. Yes. And okay, making I was make sure I heard uh, you right. I'm trying to explain how you uh, apply nutrients to a plant. You pet a plant and planted a dog. I mean, what'd you do? Well, the individual told me that you know it's like. Are you just going to feed this one plant? I was like, well, it ain't got no mouth. You know? I was like – and then I pet the plant. I was like, nice plant, nice plant. Here goes plant. Your, Here your plant. Your plant. goes yeah. here's your, here's your tree plant and started petting the plant. And he looked at me like I was an evil human being. because <laughs> I, I just – I've had it up way beyond oh, over rocks. my head, dude. That rocks. I was just like, all right, did you skip basic earth science in middle school, dude? Like, <laughs> do you, did you forget how plants work? <laughs> oh man yeah I, I may you're be in really trouble you're going to feed my one plant no I'm going to feed your dog and cat next too <laughs> yeah god what an idiot Uh, I uh. did make friends with lots of people as animals so. dude I can handle mistakes
0: we all make them including myself on the daily alright I hate stupidity stupidity <laughs> drives me crazy. stupidity should hurt it really should pain is one of the most
1: effective teachers ever it used to it used to back in the day it used to hurt yeah it, like, literally, like, if you did something stupid, usually you'd get a butt whooping. Yeah. We, you know? called, it or a, we like, called it a safety lesson. Yeah, or a broken leg, you know? Yeah. My dad had a saying, stupid hurts. That's yeah. why you don't do it again. And yeah. now, somehow, stupid doesn't hurt. When you touch a hot stove, you don't touch it again. I mean, you talk junk to a guy that's, like, six foot eight and five million pounds and get punched in the face one good time, stupid hurts. Don't yeah. do it again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Anyways, ghost. Today? it's ghost. Oh, yeah, ghost. Ghost, bro. All right. ghost. Yeah, All right, so... What, what did you have in mind when you were talking about ghosts? Because I know you had something. Oh, everything ghost today. Because actually, believe it or not, my yeah. nephew
0: Isaiah and my wife actually brought up... A, well, besides that, actually brought up a very valid point today about what people would do if they were dead. You know, like, would you, like, stay and haunt the area you're in? Would you move on? You know, like... if, if Okay. I'm going to use you for the example. Okay. Come on with it. If you died right now, would you stay around and haunt your family? Would you go to, like, maybe different locations on the earth you've always wanted to see? Or would you just want to go on
1: up to heaven if you got lucky enough to make it there? Got lucky enough to make it there. <laughs> <laughs> you better have a good lawyer, Jack. <laughs> yeah. I need a good advocate. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, I haven't any look, honestly, mm-hmm. just because of my, like, absolute loyalty to my family – I would wind up probably sticking around just because I want to make sure they're okay. You know, it is my role as a father and husband to take care of them. You -hmm. know, that is my role. So, like, I would, if I had a choice in the matter, and that's the other part of it, like, nobody, like, really brings up, if you've got a choice in the matter, I'd probably stick around and, uh, you know, play guard dog. Okay. But, like,
0: Isaiah, you're in my care this weekend. Your chances went up drastically. So, what would you do if you uh, were to die right now? Hint, hint.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. If there is some, like, eternal happy place like heaven or such, I would want to go there. I wouldn't want to spend eternity lingering watching everyone else live their lives. I don't want to move on. Next chapter.
0: Okay. All right. Me... I'd want to stick around for a little while. There are people that, if I had the ability to, like in the movie Ghosts, like manipulate stuff and move it, there are people I want to screw with so
1: freaking bad. Oh my god, you have a list a mile long. I guarantee it. Oh, you bet. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: It's like the size of a dictionary, dude.
1: So <laughs> that guy, that guy that stole my ice cream when I was three. Dude, uh, there are people that I hate when
0: I was three. All right, I still remember them. All right. I would find them and torment them so much. And don't get me wrong, I won't fit. Okay, let me rephrase that. I was going to say I wouldn't physically hurt them, but that's not true. There's. Okay. There. Okay. God, I don't want to sound like such an evil human being, but I am. Um, Yeah, I just. There's a lot of people I'd want to mess with. Now, there are some people I'd mess with in a funny way. So that way they would be. I think they would find comfort going, yeah, he's still around. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, you would give a wedgie, too. You'd know that was me. Oh, I'd kick you. Oh, I'm a ghost, dude. <laughs> I'd kick through you. <laughs> um, and then of course, you know, I'd have to let Stephanie know that I'm still here. You know, I'd have to, I don't know. I'd probably not walk the dogs like I usually don't. Something, I don't know. I would do something to let her know I'm here. You know, like everybody like talks about, okay, in the movie Ghost. He's going to smack her butt. Uh, you, <laughs> you nailed it, dude. You nailed it. That would be it. She would definitely know that was me. I'm here. Yeah. She'd be like, oh, oh, he's still here. Hey. Um, hey. <laughs> oh, my love. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and, and then after that, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to Universal Studios. I'm going to go to Walt Disney World. I'm going to go to, I want to go to, like, all the theme parks and get on all the rides and stuff because I could just sit next to people and they wouldn't even know I was there. It would be fun to be able to, like, go to the theme parks and see everything and do everything I want to do for a day. Um, Don't have to wait in line, which would be awesome. Um, and then I would probably want to like go around the world and like see places that I've always wanted to, you know, go and visit and go see those locations and such. Um, and then eventually, uh, you know, after I see my family and, you know, kids and whatnot, the whole nine yards after all that was over and done with, then yeah, then I would probably skedaddle on, you know, get out everybody's lives for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would take care of that list first though. No. Yeah.
1: So while we're on this subject, um yep. didn't realize this until I just read that um there is a world's foremost expert on ghost sex. Really? Yes. Uh Patty Negri. Okay. Negri Negri. I don't know. She she was on ghost adventures, apparently. Okay. Um
0: here. And she's the foremost expert on this. Yeah. Her. Now, is it ghost sex or having sex and getting ghosted? I mean, what? Is it?
1: <laughs> I mean, we're all an expert on that. I'm sure that's happened to more than one people, or people have done it. I mean, let's yeah, let's, be, let's real. be real, yeah. But no, she um. Either we're doing the haunting or we've been haunted. <laughs> she is the good witch of Hollywood. Um, yeah. a recurring role in Ghost Adventures.
0: Okay. And she is a expert on ghost sex.
1: Foremost, world's foremost expert on ghost sex. (laughs) How do you How do you be How does anyone even
0: determine that she's the expert? Is there ghosts out there going? (laughs) Yeah, she she knows what she's talking about. How do you How do you know? How can you confirm that? It's one thing, like if you're an actual like sex therapist. All right, there's schooling that you go through and all this other stuff and the whole nine yards, you know, to get these certified. You know, classes done and everything that's been tested time and time again. And there's something to to show definitive proof in a sense that you know what you're talking about. So
1: I'm not buying it at all. um, (laughs) At all. Because she's an actor, producer, supposed psychic medium, um, practicing White Witch, whatever that means. Um, She's an actress. So, like, I'm not buying it. She... Basically describes it, and I'm not going to describe it on air because I was just informed that can get me in trouble. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. But just uh, say the intimate act of. Yes. Yeah. Um, it is basically the act of, inti- act of intimacy, mm-hmm. except invisible. Ta-da. Alright. Which is completely and utterly ridiculous. But wouldn't that still be the same as don't know the light's off? Yeah. That would much. still be ghost sex. Like, absolutely, like, hey, look. There you go, little role playing for y'all out there. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. not it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah,
0: I, okay, all right, well. Belly button. I think we pretty much summed that up. Go sex is like having sex with the lights off. There, there you, go. you go. All
1: right, for all those that were wondering, we just summed it up in one sentence. Unsolicited, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, so now we can move on. Uh, all right, so the next topic is that uh, you know there's a lot of a lot of discussion out there. That I've been noticing across the board with a lot of paranormal, you know, investigators out there, and especially us too as ourselves. We, a lot of us paranormal investigators out there, we kind of like, you know, it's kind of like how people keep their thumb on the pulse of society. We keep it on the pulse of the paranormal. And it seems to me, and this is just my personal opinion, but I want to get your opinion too, Jesse. Does it or does it not seem that th- there's more activity? Like things are getting more active, spiritually and haunted.
1: Yes, Yes, it is. Um, I feel like it's in relation to a lot of people losing interest um, because there's a – interest is kind of waned, waned in the paranormal. Yes. Like, I mean, right now, like, politics and the comedy of politics right now because it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, that has pretty much taken precedent, and I'm hoping things get back to abnormal again because, like, there is a lot more activity. There is a lot more – you feel, you see, you – you notice a lot more stuff happening. There's a lot more articles coming out on it yeah. lately, and there's a lot more people that are, like, noticing things, like, wicked – like, people that don't believe in anything at all, like, just mm-hmm. completely, like – That's
0: just the same direction mm-hmm. I was going
1: to go. Yeah, completely biological, whatever. They're like, oh, hey – um, That was weird. That was a ghost. I've been having more
0: and more people reaching out to me who have never believed in the paranormal whatsoever in their lifetime going, dude, I had an experience recently. And it seems to be more and more and more common. And that's why I'm wondering, like, is there a global thing? Is activity paranormal-wise
1: picking up? Uh, I feel like it is, um, to be completely honest with you. And, I mean, that may or may not have anything to do with, you know – Things going on around here. It, I mean, like,
0: we've had our conversations about this. Yeah. We don't know what a ghost is. We don't know if a ghost is real. We're just saying weird things.
1: I feel like everything is chaotic right now, and yeah. that includes the physical and metaphysical worlds. Yeah. You know what I mean? It. It's one of those things where, where the sun's in a heightened period of activity. Yeah. You know, the Earth seems to be in a hyper-period of activity. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Um, humanity and whatever... Every, spiritual realm. Everything
0: is on that on that edge right now. And, it seems like,
1: and even people that like don't believe in ghosts, and but they believe in the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Everybody's saying, you know, there's a lot more spiritual. Activity going on, whether it's a spiritual war or just you know in a spiritual awakening, or even UFO whatever. activity
0: has picked up, and like more and more you know people spotting UFOs in like the last two years.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for one to like just crash into the front lawn of the White House and be like, "We're here." Addy, <laughs> <Howdy. laughs>
0: I wonder what they would do if they landed on the planet. And what are you doing?
1: She's trying to hold your hand, bro.
0: So I wonder what people would do, like if they landed on the planet and then turn around and.
1: She, somebody, some chick texts you. She wants to see who it is.
0: Oh, she was oh. sending
1: you a message. Oh. See? Okay. Yeah. In, in the middle of the show. Yeah. Okay. And she sent right beside Here, you. let me take a
0: time off our listening audience while I read a text. <laughs> 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 but anyways,
1: no, uh, UFO activity has <laughs> definitely increased. No, in... she made a valid point, though. Okay, what's her valid point? Uh, Speak pe- up. It's more the awareness. Oh, the awareness of it. That is a valid point. Why don't you get a microphone? Are you working or something? Yep really.
0: Okay, was it always present, and we are not gaining more awareness of it?
1: That is a potentiality. I mean, yeah. I, I, you can kind of see it like that, but I feel like it may have been a wave, because back in the day before we were like way deep into, you know, before we knew what we knew now about, you know, yeah. bi- biology, developmental part of the world, and just how things operate in the world, we were a lot more spiritual people. Let me explain something that happened at my office
0: this past week. Come on with it. This is what I mean by that it seems like the activity is picking up. Okay. We had this discussion before. Typically, this is theory out there. So I'm letting the audience know right now. Everything we're talking about with ghost hunting, I'm an avid uh, paranormal investigator and haunting. has been doing it for like 20 plus years. You know, Jesse's been doing it for just about as long. You know, and and our team, all right? So we have a very vast amount of experience. Nobody's an expert, putting that out there now. Just saying we have a lot of experience in dealing with this and done multiple investigations. So with that being said, I've been noticing more and more that locations that normally have never had a haunt before ever report or any such anything, all of a sudden it's happening. My office, prime example this week, on Wednesday, a center beam across part of the office all of a sudden cracked and dropped, right? No reason. We were kind of like, well, bad structural stuff. Crap happens. Okay, whatever. About an hour later, I kept hearing somebody ringing the doorbell at the front door, you know, to the office. And I figured somebody had bumped the, the main door shut and, you know, the lock was on. And somebody was stuck outside. Come to find out, all of a sudden, a few people who know what I do started to holler my name. So I came out of my office, came out there. There was nobody at the door. As I walked up to it, it stopped. Didn't bother to tell anybody about that this week. That's but, yeah, awesome. this
1: happened on Wednesday. So, yeah, now, um, I just did a quick Google search because that's what I do, my Google search. Mm-hmm. But um, in 2020, during the lockdowns and all that, Yeah, that people started noticing more. So I think your lovely lady over here is correct that, you know, we're just noticing it more and we're paying attention now. And I'm even getting outside confirmation that, you know, hey, you know, we've uh, rejected spirituality and, you know, the metaphysical realm, as it were, in general, that uh, for science. Yeah, and it's true. I mean, when you look at it,
0: you know, categorically across the board. More people have always, you always hear the argument about science, about science, about science. And if you mention anything about spirituality of any sort, and I don't care what religion it is, you're, all all of a sudden you're just, you know, deemed a nut job and they kick you to the curb immediately. Nobody wants to pay attention to you, blah, blah, blah. And it seems becoming more and more prevalent. And just for argument's sake. So I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying they're wrong. All right. I'm just saying argument's sake. Let's say there is a spiritual side. There really is a God. There really is a heaven, there really is a hell. If all that's happening right now, that falls actually in part of Revelations. It does. Where up becomes down, left becomes right, so on and so forth. The you know right becomes wrong, you know, the whole nine yards. All right. And it really does. A lot of things that you look at right now, if you read the Bible and look into Revelations, it matches perfect. Now, mind you, in the past, in history, We've had multiple times in history, even during medieval times where things lined up that could have really fit in the total description of revelations as well. I mean even uh, the fall of the Roman Empire it, it's a part that could be put into you know into the whole definition of revelations that that was the end time starting back then. Uh, you look at the time of Hitler you know with Germany, you know, they would Nazi Germany right there fit descriptively into the whole thing of you know the, the you know with the whole revelation story now. I'm not going to sit there and do this whole big preaching thing. That's not what I'm here for. But the point that I'm saying is is that maybe, just maybe, if that's a possibility that there really is a heaven and a hell, and there really is a God, and there really is a devil, we're definitely experiencing right now spiritual warfare. Things have really gotten more and more vast and, and bad across the world.
1: I don't disagree. I mean, no. uh, things are definitely heating up. I mean, and you... Whenever there is something historically. Man. Historically and as far as like myths and legends and what we can decipher of like ancient text and mm-hmm. biblically and all that, every time something heats up in the physical world, there's usually a spiritual battle behind it. Yep. And I hundred percent agree with that. I mean mm-hmm. and you see a lot of people and a lot of not just individuals but like nations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Acting upon these the anxiety of it, I guess. I don't yeah. I don't know. Like
0: you're you're really onto something here. Me. Yeah, because when you start looking back at the last couple of years of all the lockdowns that we've had to do, and this was globally. It wasn't just in the US. I mean people let's be fair. We're narcissistic in America. We're always thinking about us, okay? globally, there was a lockdown happening, all right? So it's not just one nation experiencing this. It was all nations were experiencing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With that being said, that's billions of people experiencing sadness, frustration, depression, lockdown, you know, the the whole antisocialness of not being around anybody anymore. You know, some people, trust me, there were a lot of couples that found out real quick that they needed to be divorced <laughs> because they were not meant to be together.
1: So when the lockdown happened,
0: yeah, when the lockdown happened, they were like, <laughs> "I realize I don't like you," Um because they finally got to spend time together. But the and, and of course there was suicides. I mean everything. I mean there was so much that happened. Drug use, yeah, drug use, everything you think of, you know, and it's still lapsing over to now.
1: Well, the, and I feel like the so-called polarization has become not further apart but more well-defined because yeah. people didn't get out and talk to other people and socialize yeah and that effect is still out there on the world and I it's mean, true we, they we, picked
0: but, a side and stood their
1: ground and that was it yeah and then sat in whatever like yeah. they stewed in their own crap this lockdown <laughs> really
0: screwed up the world well, big time and and i don't mean just because of the you know coronavirus there's some positive
1: anything. aspects of it now i'm 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 we got to get some positivity out there. I'm not going to sit there and like oh, just up. like stew in crap. Oh,
0: you, you know me, man. I could live frying on a, on an island, so it didn't bother me at all.
1: Yeah, no. Right. People found out who they were really were. Yeah. They found out that they like spending time with the family. Like everybody's like, "Oh my god, nobody wants to work anymore." You know why? Because people found out that they want to spend time with their families and yeah. that the work-life balance isn't working. Exactly. And it's not. And it <clears throat> people don't care anymore. You know yeah. what? damn the money let's do this you know let's yeah. spend time together i'm happier with my family and honestly going into a recession or whatever the heck's going on with our economy right now yeah that's almost like we were in like the 20s when the
0: great oh, depression way. happened the great yeah, depression everybody yeah.
1: got closer as a fam and we became tight-knit it's a, a and st- what did they do to fix that
0: they started making liquor <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they went to war yeah so let's say there was a world, there was two world wars in that time span. Yeah. Was, the first one is like 1915 or something like that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So like, I don't know. I'm just throwing out random numbers. It's before 1940. So <laughs> no, don't. You were right down the path. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, like it ended 1912, in like, like, 1918 but still. is when it ended. Yeah, when it ended in
0: 1918, but in 1912 Nailed is it. when. Yes, and in, in 1912, when everything started ramping up and turning into you know the war, and then of course in during the 40s, I mean hell, you've had everything from the Korean War, World War One, you know you've had Vietnam, you've had you know World War Two. I mean it, the well, list just goes on and but on and it, on. It,
1: it was that economic cycle, and then I am seeing people having similar reactions today because instinctively, and I, regardless of where you stand on like you know God heaven, hell, whatever, you know, you believe it, you don't. Humans have some instincts. And I've seen people instinctually, like, trying to grow food for themselves now. Yeah. Because – and that is exactly how we survive World War II. And people know things are about to get sketchy, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's – We're paying almost $5 a gallon for gas, bro. Everybody can feel (laughs) it. Everybody can feel it in the air. I I mean, it's like that may have increased sensitivity – to the spiritual realm. Yeah. And
0: it is in the air. It's like with you and I. We've been born and raised on the water our entire lives. You know, we're, we're boat guys. Everybody knows that. Right. Aye. You and I, and I, and we've done this before, been out on a boat together. All of a sudden we're like, there's a storm coming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> didn't, feel we it. didn't
0: even, yeah, we could just feel it in the air. We could tell by the wind shift, the whole nine yards. It, you, you do kind of build this sense to it. and. Sure enough, we were right. All of a sudden, bad storm would roll in that afternoon or whatnot, and I think that's what's happening now. I and think people are starting to pick up on there's something bad coming, and I get that feeling too. I think there's something bad
1: coming. Yeah, no, it, it's sketchy. I mean, yeah. every like. Speaking with some family members of mine, it's all been like, what's coming? You know, everybody's trying to speculate what's coming. Is yeah. it nuclear war? Is it, you know? Yeah, I
0: want to clarify, I, I mean, because we are talking about ghost topics and all that, just yeah. real quick. I'm not talking about like, you know, the devil's coming or nothing. No, I'm just talking about in general. There's could just, be. I mean, <laughs> I it could mean, be. I mean, who knows? But there is <laughs> definitely something bad on the horizon. I just feel it. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Now it, there may be things bad coming, but you also, can only do what you can do yeah you know and and that's the same way on a ghost hunt so I mean you can walk into a house start doing your ghost hunt and then you you know have your cameras lit up and you're walking around doing your thing got your little gizmos going on and then you walk into the living room Satan's having a cigarette on the couch and the walls are on fire you can only do what you can do yeah you know you you can run like hell (laughs) guys we're good (laughs) but like there's no reason to really like stress yourself about it. Oh, absolutely. Because here's the reason
0: why. Yeah. Every time there's something really, really bad, there's always good
1: that follows. Yes. Always. Always something good. I mean, after World War II, there was a lot. Like, our economy bounced back, the world's economy bounced back. Yeah. There was a lot of treaties. Everybody left each other alone for a little while at least. Yeah. You know, and for at least 20 years. Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> I I, I think that, and, and uh, trust me, I don't want anything bad to happen. I'm not one of those guys. I'm just saying that I could feel it coming and that, who knows, maybe we need it. Maybe we need that breaking point. We need the breaking point. Sometimes when things get so bad, when you're, you just got to break it and start over again. And that's kind of
1: how I feel about it. Yes and no. Um I think we should break some parts of it. Um especially recently created parts of it, but like it's something that it's not all broken. No, you it's know, not. It, it's like you're driving down the road, you get a flat tire or your brakes are squealing, mm-hmm. you go fix that part of it. You don't burn the whole thing down and then You've know. <laughs> never seen me get a flat tire. <laughs> I get angry. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't burn the whole – you don't set the car on fire and, like, rebuild it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know what you, you mean. You fix your daggum tire or your brakes or whatever. No, I just think that <laughs> the, the bad that is coming is just going to be
0: so globally large, I think that it's not going to make a difference on what we think about or what we care about or what we hoped it would only be a bad small thing. I think that it's going to be something so globally large that it's going to do the paradigm shift that will make the world come back together.
1: There's probably going to be another world war, and that's probably why the spiritual activity is like ticked up. Because yeah. you know we've had two of them before, and people are like, "Oh, you don't want this, really? You really don't want this?" Like yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of these sects and groups that we have in you know this country talking about, yeah, civil war, and you know other people saying, you know, oh, we're we're going to take out you know this side or this side or whatever. Yeah you don't really want that it, oh yeah it is terrifying <laughs> it is the last time there was a civil war here it was the bloodiest war and it's not going to be like the last time it's not going to be north versus south it's going to be hey your next door neighbor he's the bad guy you know yeah, it's just everybody it, against everybody yeah it, it's, you know, it, it's not pretty and it's terrifying yeah. you
0: know and the thing is too the on
1: and you know, on a much
0: bigger scale too the the bad part about it is if that was to happen like there are the you know how there, there are the people who want to see things burn like they say about the joker and, and batman
1: yeah right best You're, iteration of the joker by the way except for jack nicholson yeah.
0: they're, they're both on par exactly <laughs> there are people like that for real in the world that there is no rhyme or reason that's just what they want okay and when you hear those people talking about like you know well, i hope no the war happens or i hope uh, you know we go into martial law and, and blah 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 okay let me tell you something martial law for people who want to get so crazy to do whatever they feel like doing and whatnot, if the government decides at that point in time that things are getting way too far out of hand, that they have to implement martial law, I can tell you right now, when that happens, all your civil liberties and your civil rights you think you have are gone. They go bye-bye. When they turn around and they do this lockdown for this type of thing, your Everything, your constitutional rights, everything are suspended. You do not have them. They can turn around and detain you indefinitely. Most law enforcement agencies. They can do that now. They can literally do that now. Most law enforcement agencies, if they detain you, if they thought that you may have been involved in a crime and such and whatnot, they can you, typically only hold you up to 72 hours. That's it, max, by law. Then they got to cut you loose. Most places. Unless DHS
1: you. is involved, then they can detain you indefinitely if they accuse you it, of being a terrorist or
0: yes, something. But what I'm saying other. is, you're talking about local law enforcement being able to do this now. It's yeah. not just going to be federal, all right? Well, I mean, so and, and here's the thing: all these people who want to sit there rabbit and, holes, man. Yeah, and all these people who want to sit there and they say that, you know, well they they treated me bad during that during that time, so I want to go ahead and get a lawyer and sue them. Guess what? You can't. No. There's not a lawyer in the country that's going to take your case. I don't care if they beat you. They're not going to. All right? So, yeah. I think it's a fine time that maybe we all sat down at the table and had a little talk around the dinner about what we could do to start getting along <laughs> and make things a little better.
1: And let us… Entertain you. Hunt ghosts. There you go. Let's go hunt some ghosts. Let's check them out. I mean, hey, if there's more spiritual activity, let's do this now. Let's Let's yeah. go do this. Like… You and I need to plan a ghost hunt. Just you and I, let's go out and, like, find the most jacked-up haunted location I can find.
0: <laughs> I'm actually working on one right now, and I already know that Steph already knows Would the location. Would you people
1: stop banging on stuff?
0: Steph already knows the location I'm talking about, too. Uh, my aunt's house, the one that is the most haunted. Man, I have done so many haunted investigations in my lifetime, and and all over. All right, man, that's for real. That's not an exaggeration. That's not me trying to be Mr. Cool Guy. No, I've literally done a lot of investigations all over. That house alone is the most haunted, more activity present location that I've ever witnessed in haunted my lifetime. Haunted
1: house. Because I don't, don't want to be going up in a house and, like, it's, like, Satan haunted. No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm no, good no, with, no, like, no, a no, little no, bit no, of haunted, no, like, no, things no, kind of no, floating no, around no, or whatever. No, but no, like, no, no, no. I'll, I'll clarify. I ain't. I want to poultrygeist. Almost like failed saying that word. <laughs> you were close. <laughs> poltergeist. Alright, so... What's a poltergeist? What's a gas? Name the movie. It's a big old
0: chicken. Alright, so... Uh, put it this way. When you walk into my aunt's house, the front door, there's like a foyer there, okay? To your left goes down this long hallway that goes down to like the other guest bathroom and like the, the bedrooms and all that, okay? To the right, there's like... A little, uh, kind of like a pantry little, you know, section right there that you just walk right through. And then you're into the main kitchen, right? That kitchen has a cabinet up on the wall that goes all the way down because it's a very wide house. Goes all the way down and then it goes to the left, which when you make the left at the end, it's like a reverse L. That takes you through this archway into the dining area. Those cabinets, literally, you can walk into the house Set your keys down on that foyer, turn and look to the right, everything's normal. Drops your wallet in there, look back to the right, and all the cabinets are open. And you never hear it, you never see it, it just boom, they're open. And they will start slamming one by one all the way down, like somebody's walking through the kitchen, smacking them all shut Probably all the are. way
1: down. But, but, see, it's gotta be boring to be a ghost.
0: But see, the, the, I'm just saying, this is like just tip of the, this like tip of the tip of the iceberg of stuff that's happened in this home. Like how my malevolent family is it, has though? experienced it for like years. Do you know
1: what? How malevolent is it?
0: No one has ever been physically attacked, but there has been physical things that happen. Like, prime example, be laying in bed and all of a sudden you feel the end of the bed go down and you heard somebody walk in, you look up and there's nobody there and you still see the dip where somebody's sitting on the bed.
1: <laughs> look i um, am not exaggerating bro if we film any of this it needs to be all uncensored and like okay. somewhere safe because there's going to be a lot of f words and oh, stuff oh yeah big time big time <laughs> my aunt i have
0: begged i have begged to let her let me investigate this house with the team is she gonna do it my cousin's talking to her there might be a chance
1: unless you gonna do it
0: i'm hoping so man i am so yeah. hoping so because if she does not when I die, she made that list. That's the <laughs> first one I'm holding. So. You're on my haunt list. Yep, she's on my haunt list. I'm like, man, you think things are bad now? You wait till I'm kicking <laughs> stuff around the house. So. <laughs> You're gonna be playing the drums on the counter or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's getting up there, man. I jerk out one chair when she's sitting, there goes a hip. So. Oh, God. Taking Dude, her out, man. Come on, man. Be like a switch gift now let me investigate. Whatever. I wouldn't do that to her. Prob- I would definitely mess with her, though. You'd probably roll. Oh, I would. Yeah. Then, uh so yeah, we definitely, I mean, we got some other locations. Uh Matter of fact, with our company, with H&E Entertainment, Kim is locking in a whole bunch of haunted locations for next year already to get us through, the, like, the entire year. We have our major event coming up with Robarts, you know, that we're going to be doing, Robarts Arena right here in Sarasota. Got our Haunted Emporium we're doing. Paranormal Flea Market. Yeah, the Paranormal Flea Market. <laughs> we got all kinds of nicknames for it because it's got anything and everything. Uh... I, I don't want to make the announcement yet. We have uh, some celebrities that are already locked in that are coming. Nice. I, I'm waiting until we do the public announcement on everything. So <laughs> money's in their pocket.
1: <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. We, we,
0: yeah, things have already been done. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, we got a lot going on, and it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be crazy. I definitely cannot wait until next year. Reason why to say this. You know all the stuff we have coming up mm-hmm. in the near future, All mm-hmm. right. I just can't fathom what's going to happen next year. There's surprises for us that Kim has already been booking and setting up that I'm I'm unaware of. I don't know what all she has done. It's one of those like, hey guys, I know you're in the company, but you need to show up here on this date. Okay, that that's how it works for us.
1: Honestly, that's how I plan on like floating through these things. You just tell me where to go. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that that yeah. honestly. That That's where I'm at right I now. I just
0: do the A's and A's <clears> of what <throat> we can do and not do. You know, I, I do make sure that we, you know, keep an overview of everything, but...
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Like, I like I I like like being in the know as to, you know, what y'all are thinking, so I can kind of throw input in there, but like... Well, you and I have been working on some, some really cool ideas yeah. for some stuff to do, so yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have. Yes, we, we have. have. I'm and just too tired to think about it and the caffeine's starting to hit. Bro,
0: you, you know that I have been slammed. You and I used to talk daily, man, like hours now mm. it's like i talk to you for like maybe 30 seconds to like five minutes
1: yeah that's that's about right yeah I i'm mean. like
0: always busy right now
1: mm.
0: but anyways getting back <clears throat> on topic yeah
1: here. ghost man i told yeah. you we were gonna go off topic i told y'all i i told i know i know, I know. We, were, we were talking
0: about that on twitter earlier yeah,
1: yeah. i know. I, I'm trying Twitter again. I don't. I don't know if I like it. <sighs> I didn't think that I was gonna get back on Twitter now, but
0: you kind of got me like back on Twitter again. So well, you're
1: like literally the only person I talk to on Twitter. That's like yeah. how I stay safe on Twitter. Well, for all of our listening audience <laughs> out
0: there, if you'd like to follow me and Jesse on Twitter, I'll give you my mine. mine's at chance So it's at chance d is in dead x like x ray and r. <laughs>
1: D E D dead. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know why this is in my head. Yeah. I'm all over the place. So um, chance D X R. Mine is at the real Jesse J, yeah, man. and just type that in, you'll see a goofy little dude posting garden pictures and stuff, you know. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then we have Paraprobe.
1: Yeah. We have a just Paraprobe. Straight up Paraprobe.
0: Yeah, it's just Paraprobe. Um, everything else for Paraprobe, like Instagram, Facebook, all that, all that is going to be at Paraprobe Radio. Yep. Yep. So and you just I put in Paraprobe I'm, Radio. You're what? Oh, you know what? I talked to an actor friend of mine the other day, too. Which one? Uh, Stan Houston. Stan Houston is a good buddy of mine. Uh, we've interviewed him on our show before. <laughs> okay, in the movie Selma with... Uh, oh, God. Uh, oh, I can't think of her name. I don't know why. Oprah Winfrey. All right. Uh, How did you not know Oprah? I, I couldn't think of the word Oprah. I don't know why. I drew a blank for some reason. I don't know. I was thinking <laughs> ochre or something. I don't know. I, I, my brain immediately goes to food. But uh, so... Oprah Winfrey was in this movie called Selma, all right, um, and my buddy Stan Houston, he played the sheriff in the movie that was keeping, you know, Martin Luther King and, and all, you know, all the African-American people from crossing over this bridge in a small town, and he was like the violent sheriff, you know, he was beating them and sicking the dogs on them and all that. It's based on a true story, all right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's Stan right there.
1: Yeah, I don't know who so, he is, so I
0: had IMDb. Yeah, so he, anyway. he was. Hey, yep. So anyways, long story short, he was in that movie, uh, w- he got to beat up Oprah Winfrey in the movie. <laughs> he said Oprah was like really, really cool to him. Um, and of course he's played in a bunch of other movies. He played in USS Indianapolis with Nicolas Cage. He played, uh, he played an admiral in that movie. So anyhow, he called me one time when I was at a paranormal event. I was a guest speaker. I'm literally up on stage. This is right after they had done the movie, uh, I believe right after they had done the movie Selma too. So I'm up on stage, and I'm giving this lecture on ghost hunting and equipment and all this other stuff, you know. My phone starts ringing. I forgot to put it on vibrate. So I immediately grab my phone. I go to throw it to vibrate real fast. I see it stand. And I looked at the crowd, and I'm like, can you guys hold on one second? So <laughs> well, <I answer. laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, man, I'm like in the middle of a lecture right now. I mean, he's like, dude, i got to tell you what happened when I stayed in Georgia. Call me back. I'm like, okay. Click, hang up, go about it. So I get done with this lecture and everything and everybody's like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, Stan Houston. And he was in the movie with Nicholas Cage and Oprah Winfrey, blah, blah, blah. You know, his a buddy of mine. So I get all, I, I, I call him back, you know, after we're done with this event. He's freaking out. Him and his wife were in Savannah, Georgia, staying at a hotel at a, at a location for filming. Okay. They're staying at this hotel and it was like this really beautiful, like bed and breakfast that they put them in. So, as he was... No, I'll tell you to take it back. He was in between filming. They were on vacation. That's what it was. So, anyways, he's at this hotel, and he said that uh they had, you know, got all their stuff unpacked and whatnot, and they were just got settled, and him and his wife were, you know, like, hey, let's go out and grab, you know, something to eat. So, they're out there doing their thing in Savannah. Now, Savannah is, for paranormal people already know, Savannah is, like, one of the most haunted locations in the U.S. Savannah, Georgia is, like... Per capita, just about as St. Augustine in Florida. And St. Augustine is known as the number one haunted location in the U.S., period. So, him and his wife, they come back from having their meal, and one of his shirts is, and is, uh, like pulled, or like some of the stuff's pulled out of the closet. There's a towel laying across, I think he said it was on the ironing board, and there's an iron laying on top of it, burning through it, getting ready to start a fire in the room. Now, they turn around, freaked out. They're like, "Oh my God, somebody broke in our room! And what? What, what in world's going on?" Right? So they call downstairs and they're talking to the, you know the owner and whatnot. You know, like you know who got into our room? Blah blah blah. The owner is like, "Look, there's only one set of keys for all the rooms here, and I have that in my pocket." And he said, "If somebody went in your room and did all that, they they've had to have broke into your room, you know, because they did lock the door." So, long story short. They turn around. They, I think they went out to do something again later that night, you know, go walk downtown or whatnot. They get back. Nothing weird happened while they're gone. So they're like, okay, you know what? We're just going to leave it as a fluke. They just left it at that, right? They're laying in bed, and then a woman in the middle of the night walks into the room, wakes up him and his wife, and then disappears in front of both of them.
1: Nice. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and I don't mean like... You so know, pulled, a, pulled a Batman, disappeared into the shadows out of the room. <laughs> I mean, just poof, gone. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's something I like to see. Yeah. So, I, like, every full bodied operation that I, or any type of operation that I've ever seen or experienced or witnessed has, like, gone through something mm-hmm. and then, like, they're gone. I've never seen it looking like poof in front of me. The strangest thing I have ever seen when it comes down to
0: something similar of that nature. The ghost dog chasing you? Yeah, besides that. But you know about the the shadow person, okay? Yeah. I was at an investigation. uh There was multiple people around me uh, when the, we were there at this location. A three-dimensional shadow appeared in front of us, okay? Let me rephrase that. It kind of snuck up on us. I don't want to say like magically just <laughs> poof and it was there. It was one of those we turned around and it's standing there. Okay, (laughs) some people did the, I'm out, and took off running. (laughs) Some people did the, and just froze. For some reason, my brain, which does not ever function normally, and all my friends and family know this, I reached out to grab it. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I just tried to grab it. Trying to shake its hand? The only way I can describe what happened next is for anybody who is a Star Trek Next Generation fan. No. yeah. Okay. When the Enterprise goes into warp drive, how it stretches yeah. and then snaps and it's gone, mm-hmm. that's what this did. Oh, that's pretty cool. Imagine a black shadow, the shape of a, of a, it looked, you know, the way it was built was almost like a linebacker. So I'm thinking guy. All right. So it had the shape of like a big muscular guy. And literally, I just, hey, I'm going to grab it. <laughs> so I throw my hand out and all of a sudden it's like, I felt like ice cold around me. And it did this like stretch and then snapped and was gone. And my friend Toby, who was standing next to me, all I did was I very slowly turned and looked at him and I was like, please tell me you saw that or I'm having a stroke. And he's like, I saw it. He goes, I couldn't move. Then came the, why did you try to grab it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. My brain just said grab it. <laughs> I want to see what it felt like. Where I don't know. Where are you going? Yeah, so, yeah, every time I've done investigations, I've never had that. I mean, trust me, I've had moments where things have happened where I was kind of like, whoa, you know, kind of for a second there. But I've never, like, panicked or freaked out or nothing like that. Uh The only one that ever came close, and this is a true story, the normal will hurt you a lot faster than the paranormal. I tell people that all the time. Uh, Jesse knows this rule. People on her team know this rule. Especially when you're investigating in the dark, you know, especially in a, in a house you know, that you're not familiar with. Don't there's, run. Yeah, don't run when something freaks you out because there's other things that will hurt you like coffee tables, couches, chairs, you know, ottomans, all kinds of stuff that will hurt you, all right? A lot faster than a ghost will. Now, we were in an open field doing an investigation. Toby was with us again. Toby's a big boy. Toby's like six, about six, five, you know, six, four, six, five, big guy. We like probably 280, all right? It's me, my buddy Charlie. Charlie's like same height and built as me, I'm like you know right at six foot. Charlie's like you know six foot, so we see something going through the like this high grass in this field, and we're like, it looks like somebody was like wading through the grass, and we're like, oh man, we got to get this right. It's a velociraptor. It kind of felt like it. So here goes, of course, me in the lead, Charlie right behind me, and then I got uh or no, I'm sorry, it was me, no, I'm sorry, Charlie, me, then Toby, okay, in a line. Charlie's first. Now I gotta explain why. So as we're getting up closer to the grass, Toby's kind of leaning out because he's the tallest over all of us, kind of holding the camera up above to film all this, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we hear this.
1: in this high grass. I like your sound effects. Bob. Yeah.
0: So I'm They're sitting dying. there and, and, and like Charlie stops That's and he's kind of, right? like, Charlie stops and it's so funny because Toby, like, the way Charlie stopped, I ran into him, then Toby ran into me because we kind of stopped dead like when we heard it. Exactly, And Toby goes, what is it? And Charlie just really calm looks back at me, and he goes, hog. And I'm like, did you say hog? He goes, yeah, hog. Then all of a sudden you heard, and it come running out at us. Okay, we were near a cemetery that was on, a family cemetery on this property. It's private property where we're doing the investigation. The hurdle event in the Olympics, we all would have scored gold. We were running, jumping, screaming, trying to get away from this thing. This hog was flat on us, man, before we finally got away from it. It treed like two people out of the out of the team. Because the best part about this, people were sitting over by the edge of the grass taking a break. <laughs> We forgot to tell them as we ran past <laughs> that something was behind us. So you see Charlie. me, Here comes Toby, boop, 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 as big as he was. He was running fast, though, so right behind us. And everybody's like, what, what, what? And you ever see, like, in the commercials where somebody's running fast and people start running fast with them going, what yeah, are we running absolutely. from? That's yeah. what everybody else started doing. And all you That's heard was you gotta do. hog. And everybody was running, Jack. Oh, my God. So, yes, the normal will hurt you a lot faster than the paranormal.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah but the normal is sometimes very delicious.
0: Yes, yes, but none of us were packing, and uh, nope. <laughs>
1: yeah, see? Yeah. Not, no, no, I'm, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a
0: thing, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so be mindful also of your surroundings when you're doing an investigation, too. Um, I've seen people, like, trip over coffee tables. Uh, I've seen people walk into brick walls. I've seen a dude run into a brick wall, but that's because something scared him, and he said so to run sideways in the hallway.
1: I've seen somebody uh, fall into a creek. We were uh, kind of investigating. Like, we were young, Mm -hmm. but we were investigating kind of – so a lot of the area that I grew grew up, like, final teenage years on, a lot of, like, old Civil War grounds, Mm -hmm. burial grounds, like, just battle zones, all that. So there's all kinds of activity going on. And uh, me and a couple buddies were, like, roaming through the woods because there was this haunted shack that used – I'm not sure if it was part of a plantation Wait, or
0: what. Like haunted, like, shack or, like, you know, like shack, a building.
1: Like an oh, okay. actual shack. Okay. Like, mm, excuse me. But there's lots of, like, random abandoned shacks. Some of them are, like, from Civil War era, mm-hmm. you know, that type of era. Some of them are just yeah. whatever. But, like, there was one that just felt weird and we mm-hmm. wanted to check out at night. So we're checking it out and dude decided to run. Bloop. <laughs> That's there's <awesome>. a creek. <laughs> there was a couple other times where we're like we're just like we used to roam through the woods, mm-hmm. and we uh, rolled up on a uh, a pot farm in the oh, middle of the nice. woods. There's like this little clearing. And it's a it good was, way to get shot. Yeah, it's all pot. We looked at each other. Oh, we out. <laughs> yep. See you. So uh, yeah, stay away from uh, yeah pot farms and creeks. <laughs> I remember me and my buddies, man,
0: one time when we uh, we had snuck out when we were teenagers and. We were coming back, and we literally did the, the I, I kid you not, man, it was almost like a setup for like an old horror movie. Decided to take the shortcut through the graveyard, headed back. <laughs> so we were coming through the graveyard, and there's a guy there who literally came out of the dark from the brush with a machete and started chasing us.
1: Oh, dude.
0: I am not kidding. I am not lying. I am not kidding. I put my hand on a stack of Bibles. We start screaming and running. Right? Yeah. So Ron, as he's running and looking back to see how close the guy is getting, does not see the lengthways open grave that he ran at. (laughs) (laughs) He basically pulled a Scooby-Doo and made it about three-quarters of the way across before he started to drop, and his chest hit the other side like he was dropping into the hole. All I heard behind me was a poof, and I'm thinking, Ron's dead. He got him. (laughs) I kept on running, <laughs> kept on running. I'm like, dude, I love you, but we had a good run, dude. Just kept on going, right? So, long story short, this guy who lived across from the property, from the cemetery, was catching kids out there demolishing the tombstones and stuff. He thought we were them coming through, and it was just bad timing, wrong place, wrong time. And he thought he was gonna scare him by, you know, he wasn't really gonna hurt, you know, hurt anybody. He was just scaring them, right? Well, scared us. And uh, let's just say that I'm glad Ron was wearing the brown pants. So, yeah, Ron took a header right in that gray, man. Boom.
1: All right. Well, True story. True story.
0: All right. Well, we're out. We'll see you again next weekend. And uh, we might be having a special guest.
1: All right. Have a good weekend, y'all. Stay safe.
0: Later, tater. Up on a hickory stump, said, boy, let me tell you why. Like if you didn't know it, but I'm a guitar player too. And if you care to take this dare, I'll make a bet with you. But you're a pretty damn... Recommendations from the host, veterinarian, training